Welcome to the Static Podcast. I'm your host, Anthony T, and this is episode 72. Thank you for joining me on this Tuesday, August 23rd, 2022. Man, August just flew by, September coming up. We have primaries here in New York State for the congressman of the 17th district of New York. Uh, We have also the 12th district, which encompasses Manhattan and some of Westchester. That's a big one for the Democrats. I think they got Nadler and Maloney pinned up against each other and then they have a bunch other running it's just like a horse race there's so many democrats running it's ridiculous and biden finally crawled out of his covid hole and his wife is okay now so he's been making an appearance and the first thing he does says he wants to forgive up to ten thousand dollars of student loans for people making uh under one hundred twenty-five thousand. now that pretty much means everyone who has a student loan will get a $10,000 cut because if you have a student loan still or you're freshly out of school, you're probably not making 125000 maybe sixty, maybe seventy. I don't know what's going on now with the times we're in, but uh, so everybody probably get ten grand knocked off, which, all right, can I get ten grand knocked off of my mortgage? Because, you know, I don't make above one twenty-five. so let me, why does that just deal with school people. This just seems to me like a way for them to get some votes, you know, from the young kids here. I gave you 10 grand, vote for us. That's pretty much what it is because I don't know what other sense is that, you know. I have one story out of the New York Post about Biden. It says, Biden's personal assistance is latest White House staffer to quit. President Biden's body man has decided to quit his White House role after more than three years of serving as President Biden's assistant. Now, the body man is just a person. It's like his personal, personal assistant. Like he has like this satchel full of stuff, anything he would need, like napkins, tissues, just like a, you know, a person, get me water, like that kind of stuff. Stephen Gopfert will leave his current position at the end of this week to take a new role with the Department of Transportation, the White House confirmed Tuesday. From the campaign to the White House, Stephen Gopfert has been by my side, Biden said in a statement. In moments big, small, and extraordinary, he's been a trusted and loyal confidant who everyone counts on and who always delivers. Jill and I will miss Stephen, but we were proud that he will continue to serve the American people in his new role in the Biden-Harris administration as he continues his career in public service. Gopher, the first openly gay presidential body man, started working as Biden's personal aide in the 2019 during the presidential campaign. Prior to that role, Gopher also worked in Biden's circle when he was a senior advisor to then Vice President Chief of Staff Steve Ricchetti. Gopher is being replaced by Jacob Spryer, the official White House receptionist. He is leaving the administration. Marks the latest in a string of departures across Biden's team, the vice president's office, and the press office. This summer, the White House press team saw several members, Mike Gwynn, Vendon Patel, and Amanda Finney, leave for other administration positions. And the last sentence of this article is pretty good. Meanwhile, more than 20 African-American staffers have reportedly departed the White House since last year in an exodus dubbed Blackzit. <laughs> New York Post, be careful, you're going to get canceled. Now, two reasons I think this guy is leaving could be possible. Two reasons. Biden's health is like really getting bad. Maybe there's some bodily bodily fluid issues going on. This guy's been, you know, his handler for 
body man for three years or, or whatever but they're replacing him with a receptionist like what i thought maybe this was more of a professional like job like personal body man assistant you know just receptionist from picking up phones and taking notes to just walking around after i guess i don't know now if you watch veep with uh Ju- julia louise dreyfus uh she she plays the vice president and she has this body man and he's the guy from arrested development he's like the weird guy i don't, I don't know his name but he does a great job and he's like her protector he's like he's like almost has this weird like infatuation with her where he won't let anyone do anything for her like personal except him that show really put i think really portrays how what goes on behind the scenes in the white house like we don't see how it operates that it's a very funny show it's really great all right so the second reason i think this is the real reason this guy is stepping down is i think he's been told to step down because he's gay and with the whole monkeypox thing going on they kind of want to be safe and kind of keep them away from Biden right now. That's what I think's really happening. And just so happens, where does he go? To the Department of Transportation. And who's the head of the Department of Transportation? That's right. Pete Buttigieg, another gay man. So it's it's really weird. Now, this body man position, you're with the president all the time. So you must see things. You must hear things. And all of a sudden, you're just stepping down and they're just bringing in the White House receptionist to fill you, fill in for you. Like that, that position is pretty sensitive. So you wouldn't like just want him. He's been with you for three years. And all of a sudden, you're just like, all right, step down. Give me the receptionist. I think it's more. I think they, God forbid, Joe Biden would have caught the monkeypox. I mean, what that would, oh my God, that would be Christmas in August, right? So moving on from one body man to the next body man, Fauci to leave NIAID in December under cloud of lies and deception. So this article is out of the New American and it doesn't paint them in a nice light, which I agree with them. So I will read this article and let you remember what this man has done at long last the man who misled the nation and the world about the origin of the devastating virus that killed the old and sick and wrecked the nation's economy will leave us alone anthony fauci head of the national institute of allergy and infectious diseases has announced that he's leaving the job he has held for the last 40 years and this is my own reminder that he is the highest paid federal employee in the government so nice pension also he's taking with him after all this Fauci's coda as chief of NIAID includes lying about the origin of the coronavirus, which was created by federally forbidden experiments in a lab at the Wuhan Institute for Virology, with U.S. taxpayer money funneled from Fauci's parent, the National Institutes for Health. Fauci's outfit oversaw the research. Fauci also tried to kibosh another hard truth. The virus escaped from the lab in Wuhan. His departure, set for December, can't come too soon. He has wrecked his agency's reputation and could well be indicted for perjury before a Senate committee if Republicans retake Capitol Hill in November midterms and decide to pursue him. In a statement that is operatic in its goal, Fauci told the Associated Press that the country must unite and be behind the science, meaning scientists like Fauci. Quote, if there, ever was a situ- if there ever was a situation you wanted a unified approach and everybody pulling together for the common good, it would be when you're in the middle of a public health crisis. As a physician and a scientist, I and my colleagues have the responsibility to do what's correct, what is science-based. 
The article continues to talk about that Echo Health, who was the grantee that gave the money or they funneled the money to the Wuhan lab through, which they weren't supposed to because gain-of-function work was not legit in America. So they farmed it out to China. And just so happens the virus came from the same area where the lab was, you know. Now, the article also mentions that if the Republicans win the House, will they go after him? I I don't know. Uh, They're going to try to forget it because they're all in the government together. So they're going to try to kind of just move on from this. And, you know, like with 9-11, they said, never forget. Everybody forgot. Everybody forgot. Everybody forgets. And I don't think we're, we should forget this because we forgot about 9-11, how we went into Iraq, about weapons of mass destruction, and it wasn't there. Then we were in Afghanistan for 20 years and we left. And now this, it's, you, you keep forgetting and the government keeps doing it. I can't, I, I believe he should be held responsible. A lot of people should be held responsible. Whoever was Republican, Democrat, all this stuff is coming out now that nothing was correct pretty much. And it caused all these issues we are, we have now. Somebody has to be held accountable for this. But in reality, I believe a politician is going to politician and the Republicans will use this to get people riled up and gather their voting base and get in elected and then sweep it under the rug and move on. Then the Republicans will do something ridiculous and get voted out and Democrats will come in and it just goes over and over and over and over like that. And nothing ever gets fixed. We pay more taxes somehow. Now, one last story out of New York City again from the New York Post. New York City to roll out formal plan to enroll migrant kids in public schools. So the migrants are still being bussed up from the Texas border. We're putting them in hotels here in New York City. There was a report that it's going to cost the city something like $300 million to house these people in hotels. Right. So I continue with this article. City Hall is putting together a formal plan to help migrant children transitioning to Big Apple Public Schools when they reopen in a few weeks, Mayor Eric Adams said Monday. Adams said officials are working to ensure that a school-age asylum seeker enrolling in the system have a smooth transition. They are going to roll out a formal plan to let everyone know exactly how we will be doing, the mayor said at an unrelated press conference in the Bronx. So I'll skip over a little bit. They are coordinating together to make sure that these children can have a smooth transition because we want to make sure there's not a disruption in their education, Adam says. It was not immediately clear whether schools are ready to receive those students with the proper resources and staffing from bilingual teachers to shelter-based staff in just three weeks. New York City has a shortage of bilingual teachers, advocates say, and many DOE employees working in shelters must work on a 10-month schedule that excludes summer season. Rita Rodriguez-Enberg, director of of immigrant studies rights project at advocates for children said that the recent arrivals who are learning english and living in shelters will need targeted support in school including programming to help them learn english and participate in class now everyone is scrambling make sure it's a, a smooth transition for these immigrants put them up in hotels give them shelter make sure they have bilingual teachers everything but nobody's talking about are they current on their vaccinations to attend our schools And there you have it. We get locked down and masks and kids stay home from school and mask up and uh, immigrants, you get everything you want. So that'll do it for me today. I'm your host, Anthony T. This is the Static Podcast. You can reach me at staticpodcast.net. Like, subscribe, donate. This is a value for value podcast. You can stream Satoshi's, get a new podcast app. All the cool kids are doing it. I will see you next week.